Carson Wentz is your starting quarterback this weekend versus the 49ers. Could he be the Rams' long-term solution at backup quarterback? And we've got every single Rams playoff scenario that you need to know. Who should the Rams want to play? That's coming up next here on Locked on Rams. You are Locked on Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Ramley, and welcome to another episode of Locked On Rams, your daily podcast covering your Los Angeles Rams, free and available wherever you get your podcasts, Locked On Rams, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're also available over on YouTube, so if you haven't yet, we're so close to 11,000 subscribers. Hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, hit that like button, and let us know what is your big key to beating the 49ers, and who do you want to see the Rams face in the wild card round, the Cowboys, the Eagles, or the Lions. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. I've been covering LA sports for over a decade. SI 24-7 Sports, Dodgers Nation. Now the Rams 4 locked on. And as always, I'm joined by the Rams pre-half and post-game show host for the Rams flagship radio station, ESPN 710 LA. He's in his eighth season covering your Los Angeles Rams. You can follow him on X at Travis Rogers. Of course, call him the people's champ. And on today's episode, we are breaking down all of the playoff scenarios that you need to know this weekend and which team should the Rams want to face in that wild card round. We're going to go over some Pro Bowl snubs. We're going to talk some Carson Wentz and what this start means for him. But first, this episode of Locked On Rams is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your jobs for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Now, Travis, you're 100% right. I think I should have seen your name on the bottom line because you're the first to say that Matthew Stafford was going to sit against the 49ers. Wasn't just Stafford, though. Of course, Kyron Williams, yep. Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Ernest Jones. You got a lot of the starters we expected would sit are going to sit. And then Puka Nakua is going to get the opportunity to get those four catches in 29 yards to set a new rookie receiving record. Yeah, I don't know if there's a way to bet on FanDuel about how many of those catches are going to be bubble screens and things to the outside <laughs> with Puka Nakua. Yeah. But I, I, I like the chances that those are going to be very short, very quick passes, nothing over the middle, get his yardage, and then uh, move off to the sidelines and let some other guys play tomorrow. It, it's it's the right decision, right? I mean, this is exactly the way that you do it. Had Matthew Stafford gone out there and played, or Aaron Donald, or, or any of the guys that you just mentioned, and gotten hurt, it would have been, you know, an, an unforgivable mistake because the Rams have a chance to win a game to a, a week from Sunday. The Rams have a chance to maybe win a game beyond that. Now, they're not going to be favored in probably any of the playoff games that they play, but that doesn't mean they can't win them. But without Matthew Stafford, without Puka, without Aaron Donald, quite frankly, without Aaron Jones, or excuse me, Ernest Jones, uh, you, you, you don't have a chance to win those games. So, it's the right decision. I think that they're exactly where they should be. Clearly, you know, I know we're going to talk about some potential matchups with uh, opponents in that wild card round. Sean McVay doesn't give a damn. 
Because if he did, he'd be playing some of these guys. He'd be trying to hold on to that number six, trying to make sure that they go to Detroit, trying to make sure that they get the Lions. But he's very comfortable playing Dallas or Philadelphia, depending on how that thing shakes out. More than likely, if you fall to the seven, you'll play Dallas. But he he doesn't care. He's ready to go. So if he doesn't care, if he likes it, I love it. Yeah, and on one hand, I was trying to talk myself into, wait, what are the concerns about this, right? What are the potential drawbacks? And you look at the momentum that this offense has. They've been absolutely yeah. lights out since the bye week, since Kyron Williams and Matthew Stafford started to get healthy. 26 points per game in their last six. One of the very best offenses in the NFL. Do you hurt that momentum a little bit? Because I remember 2017, you rest those starters, you came out flat, and you lose to the Falcons at home in that one. But this is a very different team with a veteran Super Bowl winning quarterback in Matthew Stafford where you think this offense is good now just think of how good they're going to be if that thumb continues to heal don't have to brace it as much so that's number one thing I'm looking at I absolutely agree with you it was the right decision there's no doubt about that and on top of everything else you can still win this game. Brock yeah, Purdy won't be playing. It. Going against Sam Darvel, Darnold. CMC isn't playing. I'm sure if some of their guys, Trent Williams and Bosa, some of these guys, they're going to be out early, and you can still win a football game and end this nine-game drought. And I want to see it. And also, nothing it tells me, Travis, is this team is not afraid of who they're going to play in the first round, whether it be the Cowboys, the Eagles, or the Lions. We're going to take a deeper dive into those teams in the next segment. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that they can win the game. I, I'm Look, hopefully we don't have to see Carson Wentz in a meaningful situation in the playoffs. But if you did, I think we'd all feel a little bit better having known that he's played a real football game in the last year. You know, he really hasn't played a meaningful game in, in about a calendar year. So all of a sudden you get him some real reps. I don't know what it's going to look like. I think it's going to be okay. I mean, we've seen what Sean McVay was able to do with Baker Mayfield with no notice. And I, and I know I mentioned this a lot and I'm in the bag for Baker Mayfield. I'll admit it, but that Rams team last year was not good. They went two and three with Baker Mayfield with no prep time. So McVay can obviously get you guys some, uh, get a backup quarterback ready in a relatively short period of time. Um, I'm excited to see what Carson Wentz looks like. I know. And, and here's the good thing. If you're a Rams fan, even if you're not a Wentz fan, he needs to play well. He needs to show the rest of the league what he can do because I, I'm sure in his head, he probably still thinks he's one of the 32 best quarterbacks walking around out there. And if he goes out there and looks really good, maybe he's got a chance to go find another starting job somewhere. So I think there's something to see there. You mentioned that the Niners are going to play there, you know, their second string guys for the most part as well. So it comes down to, I think you're going to see something too, where neither one of these teams really schemes all that much. It's going to be pretty vanilla. It's going to be, you know, just we're going to hear, here are the 10 plays we're going to run. Here are the 10 plays the other guys are going to run. And let's just see what happens. I, I, I really think both teams are, let's get out of here as healthy as possible. Whoever wins, fine. Whoever loses, not that big of a deal. And you keep moving from there. Yeah, Travis, I think you're 100% right. And that's the number one storyline, of course, for this weekend is Carson Wentz getting his first start as a Ram. I think it's yeah. a juicy storyline. The former number two overall pick. This guy was an MVP candidate at one point. This is a guy that looked like he was going to be a long-term franchise quarterback that is now the backup quarterback for the Rams. And I think it's going to be interesting to see what Sean McVay can do with him. I think it's going to be interesting to see how he performs knowing that he could potentially sign on 
to be their backup quarterback in the future. And yes, I 100% agree that all these guys to get to where they're at, you have to think you're the guy. I know he thinks he's still a starting quarterback in the NFL. I know he saw what Baker Mayfield was able to parlay with his time with the Rams, but you got a 35-year-old quarterback in Matthew Stafford that has a history of getting banged up. You've got a great group of receivers here in L.A. Stetson Bennett is clearly not the answer in the future. It is not the worst thing in the world to consider signing on with the Rams to be their long-term solution at backup QB. For, for sure. I mean, because they think, think about what we're seeing around the league. How many of these teams, the Rams included, had to use a backup quarterback at some point this season where, you know, maybe it's a game like the Rams. That's probably the best case of the worst case scenario. Maybe it's a portion of the season like the Cleveland Browns are doing. And they brought in Joe Flacco after trying out some other, you know, PJ Walker, a DTR. And it just really wasn't happening there. A veteran guy who's been through it, who maybe isn't what he used to be, who maybe has some, you know, some some cracks and some warts or however you want to describe it, but they've played NFL football before. And when you put them in there, you kind of have an idea of what it is that you're going to get. I, this is way down the line. This is something that I'm sure we'll be talking about after the Rams win the Super Bowl or get eliminated at some point in the next four or five weeks. I, I Hopefully it's after the Super Bowl. Who plays backup court? If the answer is Carson Wentz, cool. I mean that 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 great. I mean I can't imagine having a better option as your secondary quarterback than a former number two overall pick who's shown he can play at a high level in this league. Now it's been a while. He hasn't looked good on the last couple of teams he's been on, but you sprinkle some of that McVay pixie dust on him, and and who knows what it looks like. And he just turned 31. So, I yeah. mean, there could be some long-term play here, too. You just never know with the way this organization's able to develop their talent. And, look, I do want to say, though, I want to find some way to end this nine-game regular season losing streak. I don't know if I have to do it. I don't know if you remember back with the Ravens. You had that fan who, when they weren't scoring any touchdowns, they had that fan that sat on his bar, <laughs> on the roof of his bar for, like, two weeks. I don't know if I should, like, sit on my roof until the Rams beat the 49 in the regular season, but I've got to do something. When we talk about the NFC West circle of life, Shanahan owns McVay. McVay owns Carroll. Carroll owns Shanahan, but still, I really just want to find some way to get a dub this week and get to 10 wins. I think that'd be such a tremendous accomplishment. 10 wins would be a major accomplishment. And I, San Francisco, I, I read it earlier today, and I, I, I'm, it's either 17 or 20. I don't remember which of the two numbers it is. It's one or the other. That San Francisco's one inside the NFC West. That they, they they have not lost an NFC West game in a long right. time. It's their franchise record for consecutive wins inside the division. And I do think, even if it's backups for the most part, I do think there is something of we finally beat those guys. I, I think there is some meaning in that. It's not huge because there's backups, but it's not nothing either. Absolutely. And coming up, who will the Rams play in their first playoff game this season? Who should they want to play? That's coming up next here on Locked On Rams. At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? Think of some of the players that we've been talking about all season long, that one guy that can make a difference. LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team that you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. We talk about a team on this show 
every single day. And we've seen what it looks like when you don't have the right pieces. And we sure as you know what have seen it when you get the right people in the right spots. And LinkedIn Jobs isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and you might not have the time or the resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Also, you know that this show, you get a lot of in-depth analysis and some hot takes here and there, right? Well, let me give you the hottest take of the day. The best lineup in Los Angeles right now is the lineup of auto loans at Logix. They start off at the top with my favorites, the proven and dependable new and used vehicle loans. You can count on these guys to give you low rates and save you big time bucks. Next up, they've got an exciting new rookie sensation in their electric vehicle loans with super low rates and flexible payment terms. And rounding out the lineup, they've got their auto refinancing loans and lease buyout loans. With these guys, you can lower your monthly payments and get on the road to owning your car faster. I know it's a hot take, but seriously, no one can beat the lineup at Logix. So visit your local Logix branch right here in Los Angeles and let one of their amazing team members help you or just apply online in minutes at LogixBanking.com. That's L-O-G-I-X Banking.com. And we're off running here on Locked On Rams. Thank you for being a Locked On Rams, your first listen every single weekday, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Locked On Rams, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Also, a special shout out to our everyday listeners out there. We appreciate you watching every episode, listening to every episode. And you can be an everyday listener too. You just got to watch it and listen to every episode, and you won't miss a thing about your Los Angeles Rams. And also a reminder that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. You can chat the Locked On Lakers show with the Kamenetsky brothers. You got Locked On Dodgers, Snide Dog, Jeff Snyder, Vince Imperio. Lots of great Los Angeles sports content out there. Now here in our second can segment. I, can we're gonna I get stop you right there for a sec, D-Mac? Yeah, you know absolutely. what the Cam brothers said about me one time what they say traps they they told me that i lack whimsy can you possibly imagine a world where me the most optimistic <laughs> the most positive person on the planet could be accused of lacking whimsy how dare brian and andy say that i lack whimsy shots fired man shots fired you do not lack whimsy that's if there's right. one thing you don't lack it is whimsy i'm a very whimsical man you're Mr. Whimsy, man. Hey, forget the people's <laughs> champ. You're the Whimsy champ. I mean, I don't Thank know. We got we got to come up with a, a nickname for that. But uh, <laughs> totally disagree with that. Absolute. Just come on now. You that you got to put. That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. That's man. right. That's so right. So here in our second segment, though, we're gonna dive into these scenarios. And I think the top team, if you could pick any of these teams to play for, to play against. I know it sounds crazy. Of course, you got the Detroit Lions for the storyline. But if I could pick any of these teams, I would go up against the Philadelphia Eagles. And how could they play the Eagles? Rams lose. 
Cowboys lose to the Commanders. Lions lose to the Vikings at home. Eagles beat the Giants, and the Packers beat the Bears. So Philly can't become the three seed. Yep. And then the Rams, they would fall to the seven seed with a loss and a Packers win. Now, why would I want to play the Eagles? Well, they've lost four of the last five games. Their defense has continued to struggle. On this season, the Eagles have given up the third most points per game. They've allowed 30 or more points in six of their last seven games. I mean, this is a team that if you're going up against a Rams team with Kyron Williams and Matthew Stafford, yes, it's Philly, and that's a raucous road crowd, but guess what? You have to go on the road no matter what. Right. Cowboys have been dominant at home. The Lions have been good at home, too. They almost beat the Cowboys, so if I had to pick anyone, Travis, I know it sounds crazy, I'm picking the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because they're literally, of the three opponents, that's the one I want the least. That that I I I would go right. the other way on the other two because here, here's what scares me in the playoffs the most: experience and not being freaked out by weird things. That's the that's the Philadelphia Eagles, right? They were in the Super Bowl a year ago. The next time Jalen Hurts looks like he's flustered by something, will be the first. That is a very serious guy. That is a very good player. They've got that Philly special brotherly shove, whatever you want to you know call their trick plays that kind of keep you uh, uh, off balance there a little bit. Uh, we've seen them in that second half of that game early in the season. The Philadelphia Eagles kind of put their hands on the Rams and moved them around a little bit. I don't love the Rams outside nearly as much as I like them inside. And then the opposite, I think, is true. When's the last time you saw Dak Prescott freaked out? I don't know. The last time he played, right? Yeah. When's the last time you saw Jared Goff freaked out? Every time he's played? That This is just, they're, they're very different guys. Mike McCarthy reasonably experienced in the playoffs. I know he's won a Super Bowl, but he does some really weird stuff along the way. Dan Campbell and the way that he tied. Oh, <laughs> cool, dude. Cool voice. And I like that you're charismatic. Fire caps off. Stuff, right? But he does weird stuff. And at some point, being crazy aggressive turns into recklessness. I think we saw it against the Cowboys a couple of weeks ago, a week or so ago. Uh, I, I, my top choice, not just because of the storyline, but because I think it's the game they're most likely to win is going into Detroit. That being said, I think they can beat all three of these teams. I, I like Philadelphia the least, but I think that an opportunity to advance to that divisional round is real, regardless of those three opponents, whichever one they might draw. All great points for sure. I'm just saying, if you watch that Cardinals game, just lost the yeah. Cardinals. And yeah. there's just some dysfunction in Philly. In in Philly. Philly. Yeah, There's just some dysfunction in Philly. It's a weird vibes, and I guarantee that that'd be the worst team that they would want to play at home in that wild card round because you're starting to see some momentum. This is a Rams team that's gone six and one since the bye weekend. I agree, they're a team that almost feels like they think they can flip a switch because they got into the yeah. Super Bowl last year, but it's not the same team, especially defensively. Mobile quarterbacks, elite wide receivers, they're definitely a problem for the Rams at times. So, yeah, look, the reality is this is improbable. But if I had to pick, I would think I would take the Eagles. Now, then there's the Lions. Now, selfishly, from a storyline standpoint, this storyline writes itself. This would be the matchup the NFL would want. The script writers, I'm sure, are hard at work right now. Now, how can they face the Lions? Rams win, Lions win, Cowboys win, or Rams lose, Cowboys lose, Eagles lose, Packers win, and Lions win. So this is the matchup that we want to see, of course, Goff versus Stafford. And how about a little bit of a deeper cut? Aubrey Pleasant, who is the secondary coach for the Lions, 
He was the secondary coach for the Rams. He got fired. So there's that subplot. I just think that you look at overall, the Lions haven't won a playoff game there since 1991. It'd be electric. Stafford going back to Fort Field. I would love to see that. It's it's not only the story that Rams fans want, it's the story that the NFL wants. And, and, and quite frankly, it's the most likely outcome, right? I think that it's exceptionally likely that Dallas wins their game, so they're going to hold on to that number two seed. And now all of a sudden the Lions are kind of locked into the three no matter what happens. Uh, the Rams may win. The Packers may lose. I think that the, the Rams piece is the piece that's more fluid and you're not quite sure where exactly it is they're going to land. I guarantee you the NFL wants it. I guarantee you that the people in Detroit probably want it. And not from a, oh, we think we can take the Rams out easier than maybe somebody else, but in a, this is awesome. Matthew Stafford hasn't been back to Detroit since they, you know, they traded him away a few years ago. He's still incredibly popular there. He's still really well-liked. He did not leave on bad terms. It's one of those rare times where your star quarterback gave you everything he had. It didn't work out. He asked to leave, and everybody's like, yeah, man, I get it. No, there were no hard feelings, and him coming back and beating that team, and it would just it, it feels very Detroit that that's how it would go. It feels like you've got an advantage in the coaching situation and the quarterback situation. I, I, I Look, can the Lions beat the Rams? Sure they can. Of, of course they can. The Lions are a good team. I don't think they want to see the Rams come in. I, I really don't. There's just too many things going on right there, and I, I, I'm hoping for it. That's what I'd really like to see. That's what we need to see, right? I mean, I think you look at as well from the Rams standpoint, Sean McVay knows Jared Goff the, from the inside to the outside. Yeah, every single bad trade, he can exploit that. On the flip side, that whole entire organization has been overhauled. It's not like they have any inside track on how to stop Matthew Stafford or anything like that. So I think you'll have that advantage as well. And you just look, too, at the secondary of the Detroit Lions. They're vulnerable right now. They have not performed well of late, and we know that Matthew Stafford could absolutely carve that secondary. You got St. Brown, you got elite weapons, but can Goff beat the Rams at home in a playoff game? I don't know. That's a tall task for him. Well, this isn't anything that's entirely unique to Jared Goff. I think what I'm about to say is true for every quarterback in the NFL, but it's more true for Jared Goff. If he has time, he's going to kill you. If he doesn't have time, he's not very good. Now that's mo but that's most that true up. for everybody, right? He's sl and and he he gets big eyes and he makes you know weird decisions along the way. Well, what have the Rams been doing pretty well over the last few weeks? They're getting to the quarterback. Aaron Donald coming off a multi sack game. Kobe Turner coming off a multi sack game. Byron Young gets back there pretty darn frequently along the way. You're starting to see some pretty regular pressure from that Rams front. And Jared Goff does not do well with lots of pressure. And he really doesn't do pressure well when it comes from the middle. Well, who's in the middle? Aaron Donald. And so this is not, not just a, a juicy storyline. It's a pretty good matchup. The Lions offensive line, while pretty darn good, has been less good over the last couple of weeks. Even their star tackle, Penny Sewell, has been giving up some, some pressures and some sacks along the way. So this is not just fun because of the Stafford, Goff, McVay, that whole thing. It's a pretty good matchup for the Rams, too. It's a very favorable matchup, and I can just totally see Aaron Donald getting multiple sacks, a strip sack. We see some interceptions, and yeah, I definitely would love to see that. But yeah, <laughs> for sure, the little wind up there. But yeah. Yeah, coming up in our third segment, we're going to talk about some Pro Bowl snubs and the Cowboys. Can the Rams beat them boys? That's coming up next here on Locked on Rams.
All right, so we know that this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. But let me ask you this. What are some of the things heading into the new year that you want to keep the same about yourself or your life in 2024? What are you already doing really well? Think opposite of New Year, New You, right? Around New Year's, we get obsessed with how to change ourselves instead of just expanding on what it is that we're already doing right. Maybe you've finally figured out one part on organization or some economics, or you want to get on to that next thing. Or maybe you're taking your vitamins every morning and you want to actually eat something that's healthy for you as well. Well, therapy can help you find your strengths so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that actually stick, right? So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you don't click with that therapist, you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress that you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off of your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash locked on. And welcome back to Locked On Rams. Thank you for being a Locked On Rams, your first listen every single weekday, free and available wherever you get your podcast, Locked On Rams, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, Travis, here we're going to pick this up in our third segment and talk about the Cowboys. How can the Rams face the Cowboys? Well, the Rams win, Lions win, Cowboys lose, and Eagles lose. Second scenario, Rams lose, Cowboys win, Packers win. Third scenario, Rams lose, Eagles lose, Cowboys lose, Lions lose, and Packers win. So basically the way it stacks up is you got a Cowboys team that has won all eight games at home this year, right? They are 16 games going back to last year. You got a Niners team where the Rams have lost nine in a row in the regular season. All signs point to a possible matchup with the Cowboys in the wild card round. We know, of course, early in the season, the Cowboys beat the Rams 43 to 20. But let me just spin a positive here. This is a very different Rams team. That was the game where Matthew Stafford got injured. You didn't have Kyron Williams, who has emerged as one of the best running backs, just made the Pro Bowl in the NFL. Kobe Turner has emerged. This is a very different Rams team from that week, and they completely turned things around. So I still think the Rams could absolutely go into Dallas and get a dub in Jerry's world. I'm going to talk about our other favorite thing to talk about, DMAC. I'm going to talk about the Dodgers for a second. Let's do it. The Dodgers and the Cowboys are very similar. They got a ton of names you know. They got a ton of good players. They win a lot of games. They look like they're the team to beat. And then the playoffs start and flop, right? I know you don't like it. I don't like it, but it's It's just facts. It's facts. It's true. Hey, it's going to be different this year. Eh, Not really. It it was actually a little bit worse, right? And this is what the Cowboys are relative to the Dodgers. This is the team. Do they have really good players? Yep. Do they win at home virtually every time? Yep. If they lost in the first round of the playoffs, is anybody surprised? Nope. And that's kind of why the Cowboys, and I know that that's that's not the feeling or this is the way it usually goes. It's not the most scientific way, but it's like the Clippers in basketball. Yeah, they're really good this year. Who cares? Right. When when are you going to be good when it actually matters? And the answer has been for 50 years. Never. Right. So until it actually happens, I'm going to wait for it to happen. The Rams are playing well. Cowboys are playing well. The Rams are not the team they were several weeks ago, like you just pointed out. 
that matchup, I don't love it, but I don't hate it either. Like we talked about, I'm okay with all three of these teams. I think Dallas is my second choice behind Detroit. Um, let's get a lead on the Cowboys and see how they handle it. Let's get a lead on Mike McCarthy and see how he handles it. Let's have it be a one-score game late in the game where maybe even Dallas has the lead, but now all of a sudden they got to manage clock. They got to manage play calls. These are the things that they don't do particularly well. Let's see where it goes. I have faith in Matthew Stafford. I have faith in Aaron Donald and Sean McVay that they can go into anywhere, and I couldn't say the same thing about the best players on the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and if you want to talk about trap games, you really see trap games in the playoffs, but this would be right. like a trap game, playoff game for the Cowboys. This is a nightmare matchup for the Cowboys because you got a Rams team that's playing with house money against a Cowboys team that has all the pressure in the world to win in the postseason. Something yeah. they have not done well since the ring in the mid-90s. They've Since 1999, they've gone 4-10 in the playoffs. I mean, like they say, if you look at that star on their helmet, it's not a logo, it's a race in the playoffs okay and you've seen how they've played it hasn't been good i agree with you on Dak prescott let's see if he can make plays and yeah. yes there are the concerns elite wide receiver in cd lamb yes. brandon cooks who has yeah. speed we've seen the damage that's been done to the cornerbacks in the last few weeks also one thing i want to point out too turpin I mean, you've seen the special teams issues that they've had on this team. Kevontae Turpin is an absolute beast as a returner in special teams. So, yes, there are some concerns, but I'm in agreement with you. This Rams team, if they go out there, it's such a cliche. If they go out there and execute this and that, but to me, it's more about emerging stars plus veterans plus Super Bowl winning coach. All these ingredients can point to a win in the first round. This is, I don't know if you've seen it, I'm almost kind of shocked. I'm watching a lot of the national shows. So many people are jumping on this Rams bandwagon of late. It has me a little bit concerned, but yes. yeah, I agree with you 100% that you have to absolutely give the Rams a lot of credit and they deserve everything they've received yep. from them. But can they beat the Cowboys? I agree that they can. Yeah, they, they can. And, and let's, you know, let's not get too far out there. They, they can also lose to all of these teams. There's yeah. a reason that the Rams are coming out of the wild card position and these other guys are division champions. They, they, they've earned it and the Rams have earned their spot and where they are as well. So it's not like this is a, a foregone conclusion. They're going to, the Rams are going to have to play well. If they turn the ball over, if they have special teams fiascos, which we all know are not only possible, but maybe even likely at this point, then it's going to be hard to win these games. But they have the horsepower, the firepower to go in there and score a bunch of points. And that's why I have a lot of faith in them. I, I will say one thing when you're talking about Turpin and their return game and, and whatnot. I will, Doug, um, here's my bold prediction going into the playoffs or whenever we get there. We can talk about this next week. The everydayers will certainly hear it. There won't be an opportunity for a return. They're going to kick the ball out of the back of the end zone on every kickoff, and they're going to punt the ball out of bounds on every punt. They, Sean McVay is not crazy. He's not dumb. He's, he, got, he touched the stove twice. And we saw what happened. He's not going to let it happen a third time. They're going to punt the ball away out of bounds or make it virtually impossible for that ball to be returned. I don't think that's what's going to be the problem. What could be the problem is the guy that has to kick field goals and extra points. Yeah, no, I think that you're 100% onto something with that. I think that that is really one of the only adjustments that you could possibly make at this point. So what else is there to do? So yeah. you can't let special teams beat you. It's going to be interesting to see Brett Maher in Dallas as well. So 
Yeah, we'll have tons of time to talk about a potential matchup. We'll learn on Monday who they'll be facing. And we'll also get into those Pro Bowl snubs next week. I got some thoughts on that. But that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Rams. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. And as always, you can follow the whimsical Mr. <laughs> Travis Rogers, the people's champ at the whimsy, the whimsy Travis Rogers at Travis Rogers. Until next time, whose house it's locked on Rams house.